Hello, fellow gaming fans. Welcome back to the Video Gamers Podcast. It's time for us to cover This Week in Gaming, where we break down recent gaming news over the last seven days. I am your host, Paul, and with me, he just wants to play the game, but he's too busy loading programs and looking at ads. It's Josh. Just let me play. Let me play the game. <laughs> there it is. I know. I'm not sure I like that this has become my like catchphrase, man. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Old, old like man just... shakes fist at clouds. That's you Yes. Know. <laughs> it old, definitely has a little bit of old man energy. <laughs> old gamer rages a game industry. You know. There you go. God. Oh. And then joining Josh and me, he's just a regular demigod. What can he say except you're welcome? It's Ryan. Moana. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we we might have a new Overwatch character that might might feel a little reminiscent of uh maybe maybe a character that the rock voices. You don't say. <laughs> Didn't look almost exactly like it at all. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we have a lot of news to cover this week. Let's get into it. I think the biggest news of the week is coming courtesy of BlizzCon 2023. Probably a good place to start. We got announcements of a new tank hero in Overwatch 2. We heard about an expansion for Diablo 4. And we also heard about three expansions coming for World of Warcraft, the game that just can't seem to die. Where do you guys want to start? Where should, where should we begin? I'll tell you uh, where we start. I'll yeah. tell you where. Ryan wants to talk about Diablo. No, I don't. I want to talk about <laughs> IGN. IGN. Oh, okay. You're you're awesome. You've done a lot for gaming over all these years. Your website, if I have to get all these stinking ads in my stupid <laughs> oh, no. web browser shifting and all that anymore, I swear <laughs> on everything that is holy, dude. I, I was just trying to watch these videos. I kept shifting. Are you over 18? And then the website was shifting. I'd accidentally click no. And I'm like, oh, and I have to reload. And then all of a sudden another ad would pop up. And then it was just, I was inundated with ads and, and just the, the website shifting and moving and it moved to the ad instead of what I was video. I was watching when it would start it up. IGN, get it together, man. Oh, they're, they're making so much money, man. They're yeah. They what, what's <laughs> funny is if you go to directly to YouTube and just watch the trailer, most game companies don't put ads before their trailer. So you can just hop straight in. IGN is inserting ads yeah. in front of the trailers to get the right. Yeah. But it's, I, I'm with it's you the same bit. ad. It is the so same. So if you ad. watch, if you watch eight videos in one article, you're going to see the same ad eight times. Yeah. I totally agree. IGN's video player is horrifically oh, bad. Terrible. I, I don't remember, it wasn't all that long ago. I remember telling you guys, just so you know, I got this info from this IGN article, but here's all the YouTube links. Yes, you so did, yes. That way you I don't have to bother. <laughs> oh, it's it's horrendous. All right, so now that we got the drive-by <laughs> on IGN out of the way, <laughs> what what should we cover here first? Um, I, I mean, I, I actually played the new Overwatch character. Uh, so oh, he's, okay. he is a tank. Um, his name is Magua, I think is how they say it. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm butchering that. I think um, it's just Maga. Magua oh, is the villain is from, that's of right. Last of the Mohicans. The, oh, that's right. I hate that <laughs> Which guy. we love. Uh, love yeah. that movie. Um. 
It's interesting. I will say it's funny because I like the way that he plays. He's got dual Gatling guns. You use the left gun to like catch somebody on fire, and then the right gun does critical damage to people that are on fire, so you can melt people. You can shoot them both at the same time, and the spread is bananas, so, but if you're point blank on somebody, it will melt them. Um, he has this unstoppable charge, which means if you get bashed or doomfist punched or anything, it does not stop his charge, which is kind of neat. Um, and then he does like this leap at the end and it knocks people down for like a half a second. Uh, and then he has an AOE aura that allows your teammates that are in the aura to heal themselves as they do damage. So you basically get like Reaper's passive in that case. Uh, so I played two little matches with him. He seems fine. My daughter, who is a big fan of Overwatch, came in and she said, Dad, this guy just looks like he doesn't fit in the game, though. Like he's very cartoony. And, and very this large. Is, this is what you guys were talking about. There, most of the Overwatch characters have the same art style or something like that. Maga just looks weird to me. And my daughter, who didn't even know that he was out yet, came in, watched me, and said, "He looks kind of weird. Like he doesn't fit in this game." And I went, "You are absolutely right. I don't know what's going on there." It also is a little cheesy that they made him look exactly like uh, what what is his name from Moana? Is it is it Moana? Is no Moana's the girl. No, right? no Moana's the girl. the girl. Yeah, so he's, what's the dude's Maui, name? Maui? Think, right? Is it Ma I don't know. I haven't I seen don't Moana. Remember. In I haven't a while. seen Moana yeah. in a while. So yeah. anyway, it looks exactly I mean, it is the most like Disney representation of like a Samoan you could possibly imagine. So then I was kind of like, is this not like, is this not a little weird? Like, you know, Samoans don't all look exactly the same, man. Like, <laughs> they all look like The Rock, you know, according yeah, to, like, <laughs> to these animators. So, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm a little underwhelmed at this point. Um, I, I fear for the future of Overwatch, to be honest. And fact check, uh, his name is Maui. Maui, all right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. were right, Ryan. The demigod. <laughs> I think you also left out, Josh, one of his coolest abilities is his ult, which is cage fight. I, I, did, <laughs> I wrecked a team with his ult, to be honest. Now we're so talking. What, what cage fight does is it ropes everybody within a wide area. With um, chains. With chains. And then it puts a Symmetra type <laughs> barrier around everybody. And yeah. you, they, so they can't leave the cage. You get unlimited ammo. So you can just dual Gatling gun the whole time and they try to just run away and they can't. Um, and so that was a really fun ultimate. Uh, I had a, because I was just playing the free play. So I had a Ramatra on my team that popped his ult at the same time because the AOE just lines up perfectly. And it was an entire team wipe with just two ults. It was, it was pretty fine. Yeah, if only I had any desire to I still know, play Overwatch 2. I it's know. been uninstalled. I have had zero inkling to get back into it. I will say his character seemed fun. Like, I liked his voice lines, but I did agree that the animation was just a little odd seeing him next to, like, Widow and Reaper and Mercy. And maybe yeah. it's because they've been around longer. I'm sure the first time I saw Winston, I thought it was the weirdest thing. So maybe maybe know. he'll grow on us. Maybe I don't know. But I'm you know, they're letting you play him right now for the next 24 hours, but then it's like, but then we're gonna take him away and lock him behind a paywall, guys. And I'm yeah. just kinda like, ah, dirty, dirty blizzard. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that's going um, to be a common theme of no! everything we're covering. Oh, you don't let's, say. Let, let's talk about the Warcraft expansions. All right. World of Warcraft 
gosh, when did that game release? Oh four, oh, I want to say it's 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 got to be almost twenty long, years. Been around for a long time. Yeah, they announced not one, yeah, not two. Yeah, 2004 is when it released. <laughs> okay, there you go. They announced three upcoming expansions that are all part of an overall narrative that they are calling the World Soul Saga. This next expansion will actually be the 10th, believe it or not. It is called The War Within. It's going to release sometime next year. After that, we get an expansion called Midnight, which will take place in Kael'thalos, which is, I believe, first introduced in Burning Crusade. After that, they're going to release The Last Titan, which takes place in Northrend, which is where Wrath of the Lich King was. But I think the biggest news story out of this is not so much the names of the expansions or what is in them, but rather the price. Um, I assume you guys read a little bit about how people are feeling about the different tiers of what's available here. Dude, I are these more shady business practices? <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, we have not been opposed to paying a little bit more. It's usually in the realm of $10 for early access. I think we all did that with Diablo, right? Diablo 4 was coming out. Now, part of that is we want to get playtime in and review like our review out quickly for everybody. Um, but if I remember right, the Diablo four early access was, uh, you know, $10 more. I, I mean, I, you know, people are paying for early access. Sometimes you pay for that three days early access. If you pre-order something like that, Blizzard is making a $90 version of an expansion. Now this is not yeah. your $20 expansion. Keep paying us monthly. This is $90 to get this expansion so that you can play like five days early. Three. Uh, is it three days early? Three That's days. even worse, Paul. Oh no. <laughs> you know, and, and, and here's the thing. MMOs have become rather competitive, right? Especially with world of Warcraft, where we want to be the world's first to clear this, this raid or beat this boss or just get a jump on things. And when you allow people early access to an MMO where the world is persistent and progression is persistent, it's a little bit like cheating in a way, you know? Now I know a lot of people go, well, I don't play that, that way, but there are a lot of people that do, you know? And so this was, we saw this with Diablo four where people were complaining and saying, well, this isn't fair. They're going to get like a three day head start. They're going to be doing end game content before I am. And it's kind of like blizzard don't care. <laughs> Who's got to well, make that so, money? Yeah. So the base game is only 50 bucks. There's also a $70 option that's got some cosmetics. If you go all the way up to 90, sure, it also includes 30 days of game subscription. So that's like your only other bonus. Here, here's the thing though. Like, Ryan, do you think this is a predatory practice by Blizzard? Or do you think there's also some responsibility on gamers? Because gamers are ultimately the ones that are feeling the FOMO and are shelling out the extra money, but then crying about it. Like, honestly, people are going to play this expansion for over a year. So is waiting three days really that big of a deal? Like, part of me says it's shady by Blizzard, but I'm almost, like, more upset with gamers. Like, just wait three days. Who cares? Yeah. Well, they're, they if if nobody bought it, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do, do it. it anymore. They wouldn't yeah. be doing yes. it. Exactly. Just wait. So, so just wait. Uh, remember the days when games were released when they were released and then you got it and <laughs> or you waited in line for your hard copy, you know? Uh, sounding like an old man here, but <laughs> you you would get the game and then you would play it and then you would go, go out and, you know, go forth into the game and explore. And it's just now it's 
obviously as a company, and this is what sucks as companies grow and they get larger and they have bottom lines, they look at black and white and dollars and negatives and, and then they're they're just it's money. Money, 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 money. So the the further this gets into this realm, the worse I feel about it. I just yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely both, but I feel that the gamers need to be patient, wait a couple days, and they're not going to keep doing these things because all they're going to do is they're going to keep pushing the envelope. They're going to keep trying to get little bits, little bits more and more. Five extra bucks for this. Oh, this feature, that feature. And they're going to keep getting as much as they can out of you. And until we sit and say, no, we're not doing this anymore. Give us the full game. We're going to, we want it to be ready when we buy it or the game to be ready when we buy it. And we just want to be able to play it with no issues. That doesn't seem like too much to ask. So, um, yeah, Listen to this know. guy. He wants to be uh, able to play a game uh, at the cost when it's promised. How dare you be reasonable, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I hate to say this, but it is the fault of the gamers. Um, these companies are trying these things, and gamers are shelling out for it. Um, They're eating and, it up. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, so then you get a company that goes, well, dude, we just charged $90 for an expansion. We had... 50,000 people that bought this for the three days early access, you know, why would we not do this in the future? I, I hate this. And Blizzard is the front runner for this because we just saw it with the season for Overwatch because I don't play WoW, I, but I do play Overwatch from time to time still. And they had the Moira skin, the... Um, the mythic Moira skin, where it was forty dollars to buy yeah. the the Lilith Moira skin. Actually, I don't even know if it's a mythic skin or not. Um, but forty dollars for a skin from yeah. one character. And Do you remember when people freaked out over two dollars fifty cents for horse armor? Yes. in Oblivion, people Dude. like rebelled against that. And nowadays, like people don't. They're not even complaining so much anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's your money. You do what you want with your money. Like, we're not, I'm not slamming anybody that bought the Moira skin, right? If you have the means and you wanted to buy it, I know my daughter was like really foaming at the mouth. She's like, man, that Moira skin is awesome. And I was like, you're not spending $40, kid. Sorry, but you know, <laughs> but I mean, if you bought it and you love it, then I'm happy for you. The issue is, is that this will continue and they will continue to raise the price and push the envelope until they find the limit for people, you know, at that point. And then they'll oh, back it down like five bucks and then they'll just keep doing it and keep doing it. We're going to keep seeing this as long as people continue to give them money for things like this. And so ultimately it's the gamer's fault for buying into this. Yeah. So this is an extra 40 bucks for three days. Like where do you draw the line? Yeah. Extra 80 bucks for two days. I, I mean, hundred bucks for one day. The problem like, is there's people that don't care they have the money and they'll give the money regardless. You yeah. Know? And totally so, right. I, I mean, I, I don't have that kind of money, but there are people out there that do. And so they will just, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Oh, I get 24 hours for another hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm in. What's a hundred dollars to me? <laughs> yeah. All right. And then Diablo four announced their first DLC. This will be or ex, ex, you know, Yeah. Expansion. It'll be called vessel of hatred. It is going to bring in a brand new class, which people are pretty sure is going to be called Spiritborn, according to recent data mines. Uh, of course, that might just be a placeholder, or they may have changed it. I really hope it's just a placeholder. We've already got Dragonborn from <laughs> Elder Scrolls. We've got Starborn <laughs> from Starfield. Yeah. Quit it with the Borns. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Get creative. <laughs> Come up with something else. Uh, not a whole lot to talk about here, right, guys? I mean, they didn't tell us very much about it. There's a 45-second video. It just has some voiceover 
regarding Mephisto and Sanctuary. It's supposed to come out late 2024, so who knows how far along they even are. Are any of us going to buy this? Do any of us care? I don't. With I, I mean, here's the thing with Diablo 4. I know they're doing the patches. I know they're doing the season because they've made Diablo 4 a game as, as a service now, you know, and so they have the seasons and the passes and all that stuff. I don't care. I played the game. I have very little desire to hop back into Diablo 4 at this point. If you tell me that there's an expansion with a new character to play, my brain just goes, but it's the same game. It, yeah. it, at that point, you know, if I wanted to play the game, I'd just go play the game, do some end game content, do some dungeons and get my fix. So for I'm not the person that cares about this at this point, because it just I, I kind of hit that end for Diablo four and I enjoyed the ride. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think I'll care twice about however many expansions they add to this. Yeah, base game was great. I just have zero desire to pay for more. Ryan, do you feel the same way, or do you think this is something you might pick up being probably the biggest Diablo fan out of us? Blizzard's going to get their money out of me, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you think so? I, yeah, I've I've honestly been, you know, with as many games as we have to play and cover, like I've said a million times, I feel like there's so many games that I haven't even really scratched the surface and really dove into, and Diablo's one of them. I haven't been able to play a ton of in-game content, so I would relish the the time to be able to just get back in, dive into it, have some new new stuff. Um, so I, I'm 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 excited, you know. All right, well that's good. I'm glad I'm glad one of us is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we do have some bills to pay here for the show. We would like to let everyone know about Patreon support. If you enjoy what we do here, you've been listening for a while, you want to you know maybe sign up for a month, give us a little bit of a tip, or if you want to have ongoing support, we would really appreciate that almost entirely. Our support comes from listeners as opposed to the ads. So if you want to go check it out, you can go to MultiplayerSquad.com. If you sign up, you get amazing perks like bonus episodes. You'll get a shout out on the show and it helps keep our show running. We would be very grateful if you would go check that out. And also make sure to toss us a follow on socials everywhere at Video Gamers Pod. All right, let's go ahead and take a short break and we'll be right back. All right, fellas, we're uh, kind of quickly running out of time. Maybe we can try to hit these stories here relatively quick. All right. The survival MMO the day before. We've talked about it a lot. We've trashed it a lot. Uh, the game was once the most wishlisted game on all of Steam. It saw several delays, kind of fell out of favor, it seemed a little bit. There were issues with the name not even being trademarked. We thought they might have to change the name. Turns out that's going to stay the same. They were asking for volunteers to help make the game. Things that don't exactly inspire confidence. The game was set for release on December 7th. Now it's technically been downgraded to an early access release on December 7th. Really just a fancy way to say it's delayed yet again. Yeah. But the game's had a little bit of a resurgence. They released the final trailer and the game is now back at the top of the wishlist chart. It passed the finals, Hades 2 and Hollow Knight Silk Song. Josh, I think you and I have been the most critical about it, probably even before Ryan had joined the show. Do we stand by our previous assessment or have we seen anything here to make us maybe reassess our thoughts? I will not believe anything that I read or hear about this game until it is coming from fellow gamers, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, I'm just super skeptical. This game has had a shady development history. Um, incompetence with things like you said, not trademarking your name. 
Uh, not having a PR yeah, person. Yeah, no PR department. <laughs> um, you know, there's been absolutely proven instances of them ripping off assets from other games. So mm-hmm. that doesn't instill confidence in me. There's just so many warning flags that are going up. And they finally came out and they said, listen, we're back. You can play it. We have a game. We really have a game. You can play it December 7th. We're going to call it early access because this is probably the state we would have released the game in, but we've learned from other people. If you call it early access, then you have excuses when your game's not done. Uh, And so I think that's honestly the route that they're going. They did give a new trailer didn't show anything other than an inventory system and some what I thought were much improved graphics, but I feel like anybody can pump up the ray tracing and the lighting for a few cutscenes or it's all pre-rendered. F- right. None or of it's five gameplay. seconds yeah. of gameplay to say, look how good our game looks. And I'm like, I'm not buying it, man. Do I want an awesome survival apocalyptic MMO? Absolutely. Like the premise of this game, I think is what, gets people hyped and why it's wishlisted so much, but I just don't trust it. I would love, I would absolutely love to be proven wrong on this and have this game come out and people be like, yo, this is the most fun I have had in a game in a long time. But all the things that we have seen, including the gameplay that they showed off a while back, I think it was last year where the zombies were dumb. They'd sit still for like three seconds after you shot them. The AI looked terrible. The it's just there's so many things with this game that I just don't trust. So for me, I'm out until I hear from real players that this game is great. Ryan, any thoughts on? <laughs> <laughs> I like how you were waiting for me there. Um, yeah, yeah, so I definitely, I am a sucker for a post-apocalyptic world, especially if you can coordinate that with a nice quality MMO with a good kind of environment, good economy, you have to dodge other players and, and also the environment and then just that realm to me, like Josh said, I hope, I hope this is good because I would love it. Do I think it's going to be? Uh, it's kind of up in the air. Um, but again, I know these people. I'm sure they're trying their best, and they're they're you know wanting to produce produce a good game. Will they or not is the question. So I, I hope so. Um, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed and eyes peeled and and listen to kind of what people say about it once it comes out. But uh, yeah, I guess it's just we just have to wait to whenever it comes out. See what see what actually the game is. Yeah, I'll 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 be a little bolder in this. I I've already said on the pod months ago, if not a year ago, this game is is DOA. This is gonna be like Skull and Crossbones. Like from day one, Josh and I were like Skull and Bones is no good. Stay away. Don't even hold out hope. It's not gonna be good. Day before, I feel exactly the same way, and I might be wrong. I said Hogwarts Legacy was going to be a huge bust and really boring gameplay, and it was one of the funnest games I've played this year. So I very well could be wrong, but I'm just saying right now, temper expectations, hardcore. I think this game is going to be an absolute bust. I think all the people that are wishlisting it for the most part just see the fancy trailers, and they probably don't follow the news behind the trailers, probably aren't aware, so... Um, I'm not on a crusade against the game, but my goodness, it's uh, don't expect anything good to come out of this one. I think it's going to be an absolute it's just disaster. Too many warning signs. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, this one, I think we can just kind of blaze by pretty quickly. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. That did release in early access this week and it has a full release here in a couple days. Players, a little bit less than enthused, I would say, about the game. Little bit of a disastrous release. In order to play the game, you have to first launch Modern Warfare 2, select Modern Warfare 3, click to launch, and then it restarts the game <laughs> in Modern Warfare 3. And you also get to look at ads. Uh, people aren't terribly happy. Activision, not so sure this was the best way to go about it, but this is what you get to deal with as a Call of Duty fan in 2023. This goes back to the this is the gamer's fault. Um, Modern Warfare 3 is reusing uh, map assets from Warzone. Um, and so they have just straight up just lifted parts of the Warzone map and said, here we go. This is Modern Warfare 3. They're reusing weapons from Modern Warfare 2. Uh, people have confirmed that they're reusing some assets from Modern Warfare 2. Uh, and the, you know, the campaign is out. I've seen a couple people saying, oh, campaign's good. It's like three hours long. Nobody's playing modern warfare for the campaign. We get that. Right. But if you call of duty players out there are buying every single call of duty game that comes out without every any year. forethought, <laughs> and yeah. then you're mad because guess what? This is basically modern warfare too, with a different splash screen and maybe some other change out there somewhere. I don't know. Cause I don't really buy call of duty games or play them, but I mean, again, this is on the gamers dude until we stop until modern warfare three completely flops and they go, Oh man, like, wow, we're sorry. And then we get the apology letter from them, just like every other game that's come out <laughs> lately. You, you know, it's one of those things where just you, you guys know. I remember we have a buddy that is a huge Call of Duty fan. And he was like, hey, are you guys picking up Modern Warfare 3? And I remember just asking him, what's wrong with you, man? No. <laughs> like, you know. You Crickets. know this game is going to be the exact same. And he's like, I know, but I can't help myself, man. It, yeah. And then yeah. it's just like, well, that's what you get. <laughs> Well, it all comes to like, you know, kind of, of just everybody else getting, I got to get it. I got it. It's that FOMO and, and it's the new one. Same. It's akin to like Madden. Like this, it's the yeah. same game as like five years ago. Yep. It's just, oh, some updated players, you know, whoop-de-doo. It's a, it's the same game. And that's why I, I'm, I mean, remember when, I know you said like, you don't buy it for the campaign. Remember when the campaign was sweet? Like you yeah. get it and you'd have an awesome campaign and then you could play online and it was just. It was overall a great experience. Now it's just they just keep pumping them out every year. Oh, we'll tweak this little thing, and these these stupid cheap gamers will just keep buying it. Ha ha ha! And they just sit back and enjoy life, you know, with all their money. <laughs> the crazy thing to me is, you ask people three weeks from now how they're liking Modern Warfare Three, and I feel like eighty percent of them are going to be mad at the game. You know, yeah. but it's like, but you're going but into it. it knowing that you're going to be mad at it a couple weeks from now. Why are you doing that to yourself? <laughs> well, especially because in this case, we know that it started as a DLC project for Modern yeah. Warfare 2. It's not really a sequel. They tried their best under a time crunch to make it a standalone title. Gamers, I think, kind of knew going into this, it probably wasn't going to be the best, but it's every single year. What do we see within the top three sellers? Call of Duty. Yeah. Every yeah. single year it's up there. So this is just, I think, what we can expect moving forward, especially with, you know, Activision being involved. 
All right, getting into our last story of the day. I think this one is uh, probably the most optimistic, Finally. the most positive. Oh, yes. Finally but something. It's, it's, it's kind of a non-story, but I think we all wanted to talk about it anyway. To, to kick this off here, uh, are, are all three of us big Gears of War fans? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Always loved the series. I kind of fizzled after three. I don't really even remember why, but I have such fond memories, especially of the first two. Well, this week... Gears of War creator Cliff Blazinski said to comicbook.com that he's available for consultation if Microsoft wants to give him a call. And he suggested that maybe Microsoft should give it, quote, a little bit of a reboot like God of War from 2018. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Give it to me. Um, God, Gears of <laughs> yep. War was always a good series. Um, I fell off too. I actually played four, I never played five. Um, and I enjoyed for a good bit. Like I didn't feel like I, you know, had wasted my money. I remember not being blown away, but I definitely got my money's worth out of it as well. Dude, Gears of War is a phenomenal series. I don't know why it fell into obscurity at this point. Um, you know, maybe they didn't innovate enough from like three to four to five or whatever. People just got tired of it. I don't know. But if there's ever a series where I go, I could see this being made in Unreal Engine 5 with some gameplay tweaks and some current you know, game trends or, you know, whatever, I would instantly be very excited about this. So I'm with him in the sense that it's like, this thing is begging to be revisited and remade. I think so too. Yeah. And, and so I'm in, man, go for it. You tell me this happening. I'm going to instantly be excited. Yeah. As someone who I, I've, everything nowadays seems to be a, like a, a reboot or a revamp. There's no original ideas anymore in you know the movie industry or gaming this is one i can get behind i love gears of war it came out the first one was it november 2006 ish i think um i looked somewhere up around so there. yeah somewhere right around there so that's um to tell my age that's when i graduated high school was in 2006 <laughs> so it was right time i was a teenager i was playing the game i absolutely loved it i still remember the trailers with uh gary jewel's mad world and that like real kind of deep dark game and it just hyped you and sucked you in so to revamp this and bring it back and do the tweaks with new graphics and new gameplay and something that could really draw you in i am a hundred percent for i will geek out um i will watch all of the upcoming stuff about it the news and so hopefully they do something with this instead of all the stuff that's coming out nowadays I do love that it's just like, like no one's asking Cliff for his opinion. He's just kind of like yelling into the void, like, hello, Microsoft, hey <laughs> call guys. me if you want me. I mean, I'll join that same call. Josh, Ryan, and I would love to be consulted for a Gears of War reboot. We'll throw our names in the hat out there, too. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is anything that we're going to get. I think it's such a beloved IP that just sort of fell by the wayside. If you're like 15 years old, I don't even think like Gears of War means anything to you no. the way it would to like 30 somethings. I would love to see it rebooted if they want it to take a little bit of a different twist and focus on, you know, like telling a story in a different way. I think that would be great. 
regardless as to whether or not we end up getting the gameplay, we do know that Netflix is making a live action film, which I'll be very curious to check out. I mean, I, I still think there's a lot of meat on the bone with Gears of War, whether it's a reboot or maybe, you know, some kind of offshoot. But I hope we get something moving forward because it just seems like such a waste to not have another good Gears of War game. It's a yeah. good IP. It had good uh, story. The gunplay was top notch. Um, I, I mean, it really had a lot going for it. So if there was ever a game series that deserved a a reboot, this would be one of them. Yeah. As long as I got a shoddy and a machine gun chainsaw. Yeah. I'm good to go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also the uh active reloading that you that got was in such Gears a cool feature dude yeah. yeah way to make reloading a way to be fun yeah i remember the game just feeling so uh like oppressive the world was so gray and muted but that was so cool in that day and time like they didn't they wouldn't necessarily have to make it the same way now but find another way to be edgy and new and, and I, I think we would love to see what they could come up with yep all right. Well, that covers everything that we thought was important here for this week in gaming. Thank you so much for sticking around to the end of this episode. Make sure to go take a peek at those support options of Patreon over at MultiplayerSquad.com. And we hope that you'll check out another episode soon. Until next time, happy gaming. See ya. All right. See you, everybody. <laughs>